Listen, listen, I, I got a, I got a brand new pepper you want. <laughs> oh, he's he he No, please. Bro. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. For the show. Are you sure you're a size 12? Right, <laughs> 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 That look like 13, boy. You like them tight? I like them tight like a cleat. Man. Huh, these are good to fit right now. Ooh, I oh, I see your chain. Wow. Nah. Oh, man, listen, man, hey, now nah. we giving out gifts. <laughs> Man, he going to wear it. Hey, listen. He going to wear it. He going to wear it every show now. Crispy, too. Ooh. Yeah, I probably want one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that boy got some dogs, boy. Look at Man, him. you don't even know how that feels. How feel. your feet feel? How your feet feel? You sure you a 12? That broke toe still coming out. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you did the clean toe. Oh, man, I'm fresh. Uh, Shit, we going to the club tonight? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Manana, real talk, y'all do great. Are, oh, man, brother. listen. I love watching y'all show. That's what it is. I appreciate it. I told I DM you, I said, man, you're doing a great job. I think y'all solidify how you're supposed to talk to right. the person, let them go with their own flow, man. I salute y'all. I love that yeah, shit. Man. Appreciate Straight you, bro. Oh, man. Yeah. Appreciate that. Well, shoot. That's the best intro we could ever have. Hold up. Limitless. Take a stomach cap, pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling, got me up. On the mission, got me up. Knowing me, I got the key. Only vision I can trust, trust, limitless, nigga stomach cow pinning it. I father here to witness it. Got my people feeling militant. Way I'm feeling got me up. On the mission, got me up. Welcome to the pivot. Uh, and we've said this, you know, we've done some training camp shows. Dog, we get what your time is right now. Yeah. It's a rest day for you, opportunity to recover. So to let us be at your crib, man, and you know, give us some time is, is big for us. Obviously, we got Chan, Freddie T, I'm RC. We appreciate all the support, man. Continue to subscribe, whether it's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Like it if you if you enjoy it. Comment if you enjoy it. I promise you, Freddie T is gonna read all of them. I'm saying he gonna he gonna reply <laughs> to you. He gonna reply to you. Freddie T is the pivot manager. He is locked in. He know everything that's going on, just like he did when it was blitz pickup for Lenny coach, Byron Leftwich. Uh, <laughs> I was messing with, uh, I was talking about you and we was talking to Left and I was saying, I was like, you were a prodigy. You know I mean? We both from New Orleans and uh, I was playing, I was in the league at the time and everybody was like, hey man, you gotta see the boy from Aug, boy from Aug. And I was hating cause I went to Shaw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want, and I told him too though, that you had that same beard that was going bald when you were a freshman. Lighter, it was thinner. It was thinner. <laughs> it wasn't full, but it was coming in. No, what was, what was it like though, man? Like as soon as you got on the scene um, in high school, being so highly touted, so highly thought of, shoot, recruited yeah. that way. Uh, I mean, uh, it had its ups and downs, you know. Some points I got aggravated, you know what I mean? Coming as a freshman. Uh, I mean, I always knew I was gonna be something, of course. Uh, I got banned from Park Ball, playing a little league. I got banned from there. For what? I mean, I, man, just too good, man. <laughs> Their parents signed a petition on me, so that that would make me play from sixth to seventh grade. I played on the freshman team, and then uh, when I got soon as I got to ninth grade, started as a freshman. Uh, was the first ninth grade to have a scholarship from LSU in Alabama. Wow. Then uh, so on and so on, and my career gotten better and better each and every year. You know, most guys, what I say, they stay the same, but ran track, got faster, catching the ball. Uh, I played with Trey Turner in my freshman year. Yep. Trey, uh, who else? Lorenzo Doss, yep. who played in, a, and played in Denver. And just being around those guys like that and understanding that you can make it, 
you know, that was my motivation. You gotta be pressure. You're all American everything. Seventh grade on the varsity team. You know what I'm saying? Then you get to then you get to LSU, all American. So it wasn't pressure in high school. When I got to college, that's when it became pressure, right? So I think only three people know this. Me, my daddy, uh, Frank Wilson. So we play Wisconsin. So, you know, I come in, I'm like, man, I'm about to, I'm about to do my thing. Like, uh, I think it's like high school. So I come in there, uh, six carries, 20 yards. The first time in my life, anyone ever called me a bum on, on the internet. You know how the internet is, because our generation is when the internet was really like popping. Yeah. And everybody had a voice on us. So when I came, I came back, I'm telling Coach, Coach Frank, man, look, I'm about to transfer. <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, I'm about to transfer. He was like, and Coach Frank played a big role in, until the day, you know, I got my father, but Coach Frank is like my second father too. Like he yeah, for people role. for people that don't know, Frank Wilson, yeah. his like historically legendary running backs coach at LSU, one of the best recruiters in the country, was the head coach at McNeese, now back at LSU. Yeah. So just so they have that reference. Yeah. And uh, he was like, "Man, Button is my nickname, and your time gonna come." But you see guys like Nick Chubb, like I'm, I'm like Nick as a freshman, Nick Chubb, fourteen hundred yards or some three. I'm like, man, I know I'm way better than Nick. But that was my motivation. Like I had to watch him and understand like it's different different for everybody. You know what I mean? The game was too fast for me. Coming in, like coming into high school, you had to pick up no blitz. You know, you had to worry about if the safety come down, the cat might come, like all, all that. So I was still learning. And you know, grace of God, my coach and my family, I stayed and I prospered. I've seen you post it. I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but your best game at LSU. Was it like six or seven carries? Almost 300 yards or something? Yeah, it was uh, 16 carries, 284 yards, yeah. Against Ole Miss. Wow. So, <laughs> wow, that's crazy, right? Yeah. So, you, and I want to get right into it uh, because we don't have a lot of time. We don't want to waste your time. Uh, childhood uh, Prodigy, childhood phenom. Yeah. You've been blessed with skill, amazing skill set. Uh, drafted fourth overall in 2017 yeah. by the Jaguars, my old team. Uh, two of those three, they released you mm -hmm. after three years. Uh, two of those three years you had, you went over a thousand yards. So your ability is never necessarily a question. Right. Um, there was some other stuff that came into play, but I read something that said after they released you, you know, cause when you're so good and so high and, and, and you're highly touted, you know, you, you know, you're on top, you're on cloud, not cloud nine. Um, but when they released you, I read something that mentally you had to talk to your mom yeah. to get back in the right mind space because yeah. you weren't used to, you know, what Being had in that position, occurred. right, right, right. So, I mean, obviously I got the camera temp, I wasn't starting, you know, uh, first time I had to be behind somebody. So mentally, you know, that was messing with me. Like each and every day, you know, I, I know like, like Roger had the high hand. Roger was doing his thing hundred yards almost every game, you know, things like that. So, man, just, that battle mentally, I had to come in every day knowing that I'm not a starter. I had to come behind somebody and play after him or when he tied, give him some reps and things like that. It was a mental battle for me because, I man, we go to practice, what, 7.30, I had to call my mom at, I called mom at like seven o'clock every day. Like, she like, what's going on? I'm like, man, you know, like, I'm on the edge. Like, <laughs> ready to go off, but I just got cut from Jacksonville. You know what I mean? I can't come in here, do the same thing and I get cut again. So I sure couldn't do that. Right. So it was definitely a mental part for me. So I just met her in there in the kitchen uh, a little bit ago. What were those conversations like? Nah, I was, uh, she you know, I used to tell her like, man, mom, I'm about to click out in this motherfucker. I'm about to lose it like, cause it was like, 
you go from you being a man, and at this time the world's still talking about, oh, he got he got cut because he wasn't good enough. It was never it was never the talent part. Arce, you know, when COVID came, I, I drive an hour and forty five minutes every day to come work out yep. by RC spot from New Orleans to Baton Rouge. So it it was never no effort. Nobody never outworked me. It's just me and my coach we just just, just didn't see eye to eye. You know what I mean? I had to understand the business part about it because when his job was on the line, I spoke up for him. Like, nah, he got a family. But that's what I'm saying in my mind. Like, nah, he got a family. You know what I mean? Nah, I ain't gonna do that to him. But when it came to me, kick my ass to the curve. So I was still, despite of the money, and I was, I'm, I was still learning. Like, still learning that you have very few relationships that's real in this game, and don't don't take it for granted. Well, you talk about the money. You need me to climb up here and fish this goddamn fire alarm? Hey, you can shoot me a hundred, bro. I'll climb in that goddamn ladder. Go fix it then, bro. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. You don't need no money. He just gave you some dunks, bro. Yeah, let me cross my legs with this question. Let me cross my legs with this question and shake this motherfucker around a little bit. But it made me think about something I had to ask. When you talking about that work ethic and that grind and that you take pride in that. What about that, the stuff that happened earlier this year, a couple months ago, when they said you came in at 290, whatever it was. Like, would you let us know that I need the story out the goat's mouth. You know what, you know, I love you because you like me, you messing. And you put, you put an eight on the floor, I like that. So uh, I came in, you know what I mean? Like, as a running back, it's not like we play quarterback. You know, our body, we take a lot of, a lot of beatings. So throughout that time, like, people know, like, my, I, since I was young, I always had a weight problem. You know what I mean? I was probably two pounds of playing on the line when I was young. <laughs> Not making the weight, but for me, around that time, I got to spend time with my kids. You know what I mean? That time when I train. And when it comes, it comes. Like, it's, it's going to come off, but everybody who says something, like, it don't, it don't bother me because it's like, like Shannon Sharp, you don't do nothing for me. Yeah. Right. Like, I, I don't care. Like, if, if you're not mad enough to say it in my face, you can have it on the camera. And I, and, and I'ma leave it like that. But other than that, I'ma work. Uh, like nothing's been given to me. Like I work, I work hard for my mom and my daddy, my, my my children, my entire family. So I'm I'm blessed. So I can't worry about what somebody else saying about me who don't know me, who never gave me nothing, who never gave me a, a chance of anything. So it don't bother me. Like we've been we've been on this show and we've got to talk to you know, a lot of different people, yeah. Leonard, man. And, you know, we've been hearing a lot lately, like, I can tell who the fakes are. I can tell who the real, who the real is. And with you, because I know you, mm -hmm. I, I, tell, I was telling him, like, he's a good dude, man. Yeah. I was like, he from the NO. I was like, that's just the way we are. We good people. And to hear you say you understood your coach's job on the line, and that's what you were saying right. to yourself. I mean, that's how I was raised. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I'm saying you raised that way. Yeah. Do you find it hard, though, to maneuver in this business and remove and re maneuver in the NFL and locker rooms yeah. because there are so many people who aren't like you. Yeah, definitely. So uh, I go back to the year when I wasn't playing for Tampa. You know what I mean? I talked to my but Hove called me every day. Jay Z called me every day. Like man, you just gotta just, just try to play the game, man. Like we know who you are. You gotta somehow like console that and just play the game how you want to play it, but. I just tell my mama, just like I told Jay, I'm like, man, it's hard for me to be fake. <laughs> like it's, it's a it's a big thing for me. Like, if I knew you don't like me, I'm not gonna be in your face. Yeah. But in this business, you gotta play that game. Like you gotta you gotta have your your, your poker face on. And like I said, I learned that. That's one of my, my biggest lessons I was learned and taught too. Is that uh one of the reasons um 
why things went the way it went in Jacksonville? Oh, definitely. Because they didn't necessarily uh, understand you. So let me tell you, it was never like James, the running back, Robinson. I love him. It's my little bro. I thought I was teaching him everything I was doing, he ne- but he never outworked me. It was just, man, they got rid of Yannick. Uh-huh. They got rid of Kalez. Got rid of Jalen. So I'm like, I'm like, damn, what up? Why I'm here? <laughs> we, we we lost what two season, well, whatever, we just lost in the season. I'm like, I feel like they wasn't trying to win. Like you're getting rid of the best players. So, and like I told Fred, it was never about no, no, it was almost like an alpha male thing. So I'll coach you, walk past me. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. He wouldn't speak, but I thought he, he guessed, I thought I was going to speak to him. Right. Like, nah, you ain't going to speak to me. I ain't going to speak to you. So then it comes to the fact, oh, he tell my coach, who was my running back coach at the time, Terry Robiscuit, man, Leonard not speaking. I'm like, damn, you don't speak to me, I ain't gonna speak to you. But we still carry on carrying on our day. I'm out there working, not saying nothing. Like, I think it started from there. Like, I had to come in there like this, this be patient with a lot of them, cause they're losing. I, I'm not with that. <laughs> I'm keep it real. Like, right. it, it'll come like the year, what, 19, a couple of games, we'll lose about six, six points, three points. Come on a plane, they smiling, joking. Now I'm taking this for real. Like yeah. this, this how this how I got here, and I know when we do win, that's how more money coming. But we lose and we they laughing at us. So I think that's what we kind of butt heads because I don't I don't know what he had going on, but I know for me personally, I wanted to win. Right. Like that's just me. I come from a winning school. I've been winning my whole life, and I'm just trying to just. Just pass it on to my teammates. Because you got guys who get drafted who come from losing schools, who used to that. Or we lose, or they, they're, on, they're on the plane, uh, playing the game. And I'm on, I'm, I'm talking about, I ain't talking to nobody. Headphones on, mad, going over film. Like, damn, I should have did this. But you can't be Superman. You're only one person. You talk about winning. And, man, I remember, you know, when you decided to come to Tampa Bay. You know, obviously Rojo yeah. did have the hot hand. Started seeing you earning the trust of the entire organization, and more importantly, the quarterback. Yeah. Right. And and becoming such a huge piece of it. And then that's when playoff Lenny yeah. was born, man. And, and seeing you break off the right side, man, and score in that game, like it did something. It did something for me. You know what I mean? Because I do know how hard you work. Like I said, I do know how real of a human you are. What was that moment like, though, to be like, I, I knew I was supposed to be here, and now yeah. I get a chance to show it? Uh, I think it's God's timing. You know, uh, my mom always kept telling me, man, your time won't come. I tell my mom, like, man, look, I'm tired of hearing that shit. It's, it's almost a whole year now. And then we going to the playoffs. And, uh, you know, I was talking on the phone with my pastor. He was like, something, something big is going to happen for you. I don't know if something's going to happen for you, but that's when Rojo, I guess Rojo messed up his quiet or something, something like that happened in, pre, in pregame. And I'm like, damn. You know, you start, start feeling good. Like, damn, maybe it's, it's, it's coming, like, maybe it's coming to truth, like what they were saying. So, when I, mean, I got my chance, I just took it and ran off with it. Like, this is my opportunity. I, I played in plenty of playoff games. You know what I mean? I know how it is, the atmosphere. Uh, I'm one of them ones. Like, I just know. I ain't get, I ain't get drafted top five for nothing. 
it's always in me and it's still in me. So I just had to go out there and prove myself. Uh, even when it was on the line, like I made a um, play against the Packers, made a big uh, four down catch. You know what I mean? Like that's that's in some people. Like you, some you can't coach someone that you can, but to make those plays, it got to be in you. So and I always had it in me, but I just needed my opportunity. You always talk about asking cash, like is a dog born or or is he made? You talk about that a lot, and you could just see it and his, hear it in his voice and just see it in the way he moves. You know what I'm saying? That he has it. What do you think? Because you talk about your mother a lot, yeah. how you was raised. Yeah. Was that created in you? Yeah, or do you my, think you was born with it? A uh, little bit of both. Yeah. My dad a gangster. You hear me? This is what it is. Like, yeah. And my, my dad always been hard on us. You know what I mean? Like, that's why when I see nowadays a lot of young kids can't take tough coaching. Or like, like even TC. Like, I'm like, you know, me and TC, Tom Coughlin, we didn't really get along, but when it comes from somebody being hard on you, that's nothing compared to what I used to get from my father. You know what I mean? I messed up as a kid, read the wrong hood. Man, what the f you doing, man? You, you know better than that. And I'm, I'm, I'm seven years old at this time, right? <laughs> but I'm a grown man now, so ain't nothing you could tell me that I didn't got my whole life is gonna make me feel any less. Yeah. So I mean, even now, like I might have a bad game, right? My dad texts me halftime. Man, you straight? You ain't, you ain't running that much. Like I knew you supposed to run it. Right. I'm like, but see, that's that's me. That's a sign of relief I need. Like now, I'm playing like a bitch. Let's get to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, let's get to it. And as a grown man, you need that structure in your life. I'm I'm 27 years old, and when my daddy texts me that and doing halftime, or like, listen, I feel like I'm back at park ball. Yeah. Seven years old, man. You tripping? Let's get it. So, I mean, that just that's how I was raised, man. You you talk about environment, winning, mm. used to winning, yeah. you know, and and and, and that's all you want to do. Jacksonville release you 2020. Yeah. You get a call from Tampa. You see the pieces of the puzzle. Yeah. You see they got three amazing receivers. Yeah. You know the goats here. Yeah. What was that like? How did it feel to say, I'm about to go down here to Tampa and get right? You know the opportunity to win a Super Bowl was right here. What yeah. was that mindset? What, what uh, did you feel like? Well, first Devin White called me. He's like, man, what you, man, what you want to do? Man, we need you. I'm like, at this time, I, I, I took like probably like a week or two off. I was still pissed off. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I was at home. My mom flew down here to come holler at me, holler my daddy and my kids. And I was just chilling time with them. And then uh, Brady called me. Brady, uh, Brady, like, you know, I've been on Brady. It was, it was uh, under armor with each other and things like that. He was like, man, uh, I know who you are. He's like, I don't know what the, what the, they got going on over there, but we want you. I want you to come play. Come join me so we could, you could be a part of something special. And right then and there, like in my spirit, I told my, my mama, no, mom, like, man, I told him, I'm going to Tampa. I'm like, we're going to win that much. Like, it's, it's nothing else. And, uh, and lo and behold, like, this, I had to go through another trial and it wound up being the best thing I did. So you and Tom seem to have a real tight relationship. The goat cake, the yeah. idea, where yeah. that come from? Uh, man, he's one of the, the best of the best I've been around. You know what I mean? As far as studying and studying. Uh, preparation, I mean, it's nothing less. Like, we'll, we'll, have, we'll go through a whole week, Monday through Friday, a game plan with the coaches give us. That's Saturday, this time game plan. <laughs> no, like, like, this is what they're gonna do. I'm letting you know, they're basic, da 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 da. You come to the game Sunday, everything they was gonna do, they're doing it. The Saints game, playoff game uh, two, a couple years ago. Lenny, the check down's gonna be there. Just make a play. <laughs> <laughs> and 
That's what it is. And uh, a guy like that, from where I'm from, New Orleans, Louisiana, downtown, Seven Wall, for a guy that caliber want a guy like myself to come join his team and play with him, man, that's that's a blessing. Right. You know what I mean? You don't you don't get that. So I'm just thankful. Right. You know, you get that you get that opportunity, you know, and you're here and, and now it's it's three years in. You know what I mean? And yeah, you're right. Fourth overall pick of the draft. Earn that. Right? Jacksonville doesn't work out. You gotta earn it again. Yeah. And it's like every year, you know, Lynn. Leonard, it's something to prove. Mm-hmm. Every year you got to go out and say, you know what, I'm still that. Like you said, yeah. it's in me. It's been in me. When you look at the 2022 season and the offseason stuff, oh, he's coming in heavy, he's doing yeah. this. What do you feel you have to prove now? Uh, and it's funny, you always say improvement stuff. I, I, just, I just told my mother, like, I don't know what it was, two days ago, three days ago. I'm like, man, I always, it's always harder for me. Mom said, well, you, you chosen my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's never gonna be easy for you. I mean, even as a even as a kid, like it, it never. Man, I'm talking. About I couldn't read. I just had a stuttering problem, and that always was my push. Like my mother, my mother stood in the mirror with me two hours. Man, Leonard, you're gonna be somebody. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Get yourself together. You know what I mean? Things like that. And I always had a behavior problem. Got put out of six, seven schools. Then I went to Saint Og. So it was either I go to Saint Og or go to Shaw. Rumble. Yeah. I'm like, nah, nah. So even with that, I think for myself, uh coming into this year, I still gotta prove myself. I've I've always I've always did. Like like I said, nothing was never given to me. So when you when I see like the running back list come out and I I'm not even on the top ten, like that's motivation for me. You know what I mean? Cause I know like even when I came in and said I couldn't catch. I always could catch. Just went to a running school. <laughs> right. They were like, we want to try to throw yeah. it. No way. You know what I mean? I went to a running school. So when I come in, um, Jacksonville, 55 catches. Next year, 69. Come here, uh, what it was 70 catches, whatever the case may be. I'm I'm proving myself. You know what I mean? And I had to prove myself to be a third down back too. It just when I was in Jacksonville at a young age, we had TJ, we had Chris Ivory, who guys who've been in the lead and who's who's really familiar with those kind of looks and defenses. So, man, I'm always proving myself. You know what I mean? It don't matter. I mean, that's just who I am. And I'm a, and I, like I said, I'm always beat the odds, like I always do. You talk about Tom calling you and saying he wants you to come to Tampa. That, you said that, was, that had to be a great feeling. Yeah. What about then getting down here with B-Left, B-A, Ty, Ty Bowles, all them boys, and really seeing I'm reading the tea leaves, but it seemed like Jacksonville and Freddie, Freddie as well, it, they didn't have that structure like Tampa had. Like, what was that walking into an organization that had all them top leaders and top football minds in it? Man, it, it was just, for me, just the atmosphere was different. Like, when I was in Jacksonville, I didn't really know the front office. You know what I mean? I come to Tampa, the front office greet you every day. You, you see them every day. You know what I mean? They want to meet you. They treat you like you family. I'm going to say that. You know, and then, like, just the environment of how they do the players. Like in Jacksonville, it's like, it was just, I don't know, it was just different. Like they didn't treat the star players like they're supposed to be treated. You know what I mean? I, I, like I tell my uh, my position coach, Todd McNair, like in our running back room, we got windows. In, ten, in, uh, in uh, Jacksonville, it's all bricks like a jailhouse. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> no, That's true. Like, it's, it, it bring you down a little bit. You know what I mean? It's dark, you don't see no light. So it's definitely from night and day. Like like Devin said in an interview a couple of days, so great players want to play with great players. 
Yeah. I mean, that's what it was. Not saying Jacksonville, we could have had that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We definitely could have had that, but things went another course. You spoke about uh, Jacksonville, uh, great players. Yeah. And they released another great player from there in Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Uh, since then, you, you two, I think, are the only two that have gone on since you've been released to win Super Bowls. Yeah. Um, I'm sure those conversations are crazy. Yeah. But what was the initial conversation after he got his this year? Um, I'm proud of him. Right. No, uh, I honestly, in Jacksonville, he was the same, one of the same people who was on the same type of time I was as far as winning. You know what I mean? He came to work every day, did his thing. And uh, I ain't saying I want, I want him to beat us, but I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him, though. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I told him, uh, I told him, we're we going to catch the ass again, though. Right. You know what I mean? That's, and, that, and that's my brother, you know what I mean? Uh, and times in Jacksonville, he came to my house, chilled with my kids. I went to his house, chilled with his kids. So we built that from Jacksonville into now. Have y'all spoke since he got his ring a couple weeks ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we went out to eat when we was in Austin. Uh, just asked him how you felt, you know what I mean? Uh, like, it's nothing like getting one of them. You know, it's, it's a feeling that... We won't ever feel. You too. My dog got it. <laughs> That's why I said we. Leonard, I was, I was advised that he can, I he said, say it that, no that every show, when there's another Super Bowl champion yeah. on the show, that I mention that my co-hosts have never played in one yeah. or won one. Yeah. And I realized the error of my ways, and I would no longer do that to my friends. Have y'all seen an Outback Bowl ring? No. Yes. LSU, I have not. I, See? I've seen one. They pretty LSU. nice. They pretty nice. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but you got one, though, huh? Yeah, <laughs> but they, you got one, they, though. They definitely all right. Man, you know, um, it's, like, see, you know how our show goes, man. Like, my mind gets to yeah. thinking. And I know right now it's like, man, talk about football, talk about football. Um, but you've mentioned your mother yeah. a ton of times. Mm -hmm. uh, you mentioned how hard uh, your father was yeah. on you. Um, I know where you're from. Right. In, in our community, they try to paint it that we don't have those relationships, yeah. that we don't have those good relationships. You've also mentioned spending time with your kids. What does family mean to you? Uh, it means everything. To me, you understand, when Hurricane Katrina came, me and my whole family slept on the bridge with each other. It wasn't no, oh, oh this separated, this separated. Nah, from grandmother, grandfather, grandkids, nephews, cousins, whatever, we all slept on the bridge as a whole. So even within, like, even with, with that moment, and we went to, uh, I think we went to Corpus Christi, Texas, or Taft, Texas, whatever it was, I can't really remember, but family is everything. And especially when I got cut, you know, you kind of get on your high horse, you know, you, you do everything with your family. Like, you know, I, I pay for my mother, my, fam, my father's houses and everything like that. I think God had to do that for me. So I wouldn't get big headed. And to remind me, this is who you need in that time. So in my lowest moments, my father, my mother was there for me. Talking about for that whole year in Tampa, the whole year, every, every single day. Man, that's you, you know, you speak about you speak about that year, and you know, like I said, you talked about proving yourself this year. This is one of those, this is a rare situation. You get to run it back with Tom after you thought 
he retired. Yeah. When when you heard that he was retiring, what did that that make you like lock in? Like, okay, we we got to get right. Or were you thinking uh, to yourself, damn, nah, I hope he come back? Because when I texted him, you know, what I mean, I and I was watching a film and things like that. I'm like, man, he know. He looked time. I said, home. We can't go out like that. Cause. Despite of the the missing pieces we didn't have, like Chris got hurt, you know, the thing happened with AB, I feel like we had them too. It would have been done deal. But God God does everything for a reason too. So even when he said uh, he was retiring, I talked to him and he said he was going to think about it. So I had to go shop around. You know what I mean? I had to do, like, he got money. He paid. Right. So now it's time for me to do the best for myself and my family. So when when looked around everywhere, went to New England, saw when I was in New England, he called me. He was like, man, get out. I'm coming back. Get your ass from out there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I wish I was a good football player. <laughs> hey, the go, hey, the goat just called you. He called you to come to Tampa, and then he called you to get you out of New England. That's a that's a double. That's two for him. He got you back, and he yeah. got you from Bill Belichick. Yeah. Now, man, when you look at this year though, right? Mm-hmm. Now y'all y'all Julio now, right? Uh, Mike, Chris yeah. is going to be coming back. They go get Russ. Yeah. Um, Tom is back. Yeah. You know, you, y'all draft uh, Rashad White. Like, just the firepower, you know, that you guys have. Are you, do, do you think this could be the best offense that y'all have had in Tampa since you've been here? It can. It's, it's up to us, though. You know what I mean? It's, and it's, it starts with camp. It starts with, uh, in meetings. You know, if, you, if you're serious about winning, you know what I mean? Like, me being around guys like that, like, I know what it takes. And I know the, I know the hard work you have to put in. And now I ain't talking about training, but I'm talking about from the, the mental, the mental state. You know what I mean? Like even like the uh, LA Rams game, the playoff game. My, my cousin just died. He got shot. You know what I mean? So for guys like ourselves, football players, and y'all know, we 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 face so many battles mentally. You know what I mean? And um, and we human too. At the end of the day, no matter how great of a football player we are, we are human. And like I say, if your mental, your mental aspect ain't right, you're gonna come out there and shit the bed. I don't care who you is. So, like when the young guys come in, right? Like the rookies and stuff like that, they see all of the calls we got, the watches, this, that, there. They be like, man, that, that. I say, listen, the first thing you can do, watch some women. Number one thing. Cause they get they get hyped by the Instagram models. Like, no, like we did all that. Instagram models, things like that. And they want, they want to know about. No man, how much that watch was, how much this, listen, you come out with us, you ain't got to spend no money for no section. We're going to help you. Yeah. You ain't got to do all that, man. Save your money. And like, just like for myself, I'm, like, I'm still learning about financial, financial stuff. You know what I mean? I wasn't the, the best at it first, but now nah, I get it. Right. <laughs> I understand it, but it takes time. So even like for the young kids who get the NIL deals right now, yeah. I mean, I feel like in college, they should teach them how to manage their money. You know what I mean? That's important right now. Cause when you, if you can't handle ten thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, you come to the NFL, you go first round, you get millions of dollars, you gonna run through that. So that's definitely be my lesson, Tom. Getting you talk, you talking about talking to a young boy. You yeah. the OG now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who was your OG? Who who taught uh, you about money? Let me see. Women. Chris, Chris Ivory. My first year, and even though he was so aggravating, Calais Campbell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, 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 Calais. Uh, about wills, setting wills for your kids. So I said, uh, he was right, he was right next to me in my locker. I'm like, man, I'm thinking about buying his watch. It was a Richard Miller, it was like 250. He said, man, you crazy, man. 
You know you could do it with that? I'm like, I'm like, what you could do with it? He said, man, you could do stocks, bonds, this, that, and third. He just running it to me. And I'm just taking that game he's he teaching me. I can give it to the young boys now. It's it's cool to see that that, that transition. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to uh, go back to the team setting, man. Um, two years under Coach Arians, mm -hmm. Bruce. Now you have Todd Bowles as the head coach. Has the has the the mood changed? The environment is it the same? What's the feeling like? Uh, the environment is the same. You know what I mean? Uh, coaching wise, it's just Coach Coach Ba just hard nose, tough on you. You know what I mean? Like I said, like they have thick skin with him. He old school, curse your ass out. But Coach Todd, he more, he more laid back and chill, but you do something, he gonna get on your ass. That's the difference. But as far as when it comes to like competing and things like that and how the team chemistry is, it's the same. And if you drop a pass in practice, does B left get mad? Cause you know B left got that old chill laid yeah, back. Nah, nah, does nah. he yell? Yeah, he yeah, he, he here now. You know what I mean? It takes so it gotta be like a domino effect. Like one somebody drop it, then another one drop it, another one drop it. Right. He'll stop. He'll stop practice. Fella, what the f we doing? But he calm though, but <laughs> you can see he don't he don't he don't really wanna explode. Right. But he right. chill with it. And that's just that's just B, man. B just he just laid back. Yeah, we both we we both played with him and uh you know we did a show with him too. And the whole time he's talking, man, he's just so chill, so laid back. Yeah. And every time we get around a cool coach, Channing get mad. Tell him why you get mad, Channing. I played for Cam Cameron. Oh, Seb, morning 15. Uh, yelling goofy shit all the time, throwing keys on. against the wall. What Cam Cameron? Cam Cameron, Cam Cameron? Our yeah, Cam Cameron. One that y'all had to fire to go win. <laughs> we, so, I know the story. Well, let's, let's. <laughs> What team, were we, what team that was you was with? That was 07 Dolphins after saving left. So he told me a story when I was in college, right? It's when he was with the Chargers. He was like, Leonard, because we was a power-wide school to, to death. He said, man, I ran power-wide 14 times in a game, an NFL game. I said, damn. I thought he was lying. <laughs> Got to the NFL, asked a couple of guys who, who he coached. They ran it 14 times. That bitch had LT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm putting the ball in LT, and that man, what, 26 touchdowns that year? Yeah, it yeah. wasn't Cam making no great plays, bro. <laughs> it was LT, bop, bop, bop. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna let you do that to Cam, though. I actually really like Cam. I love Cam. Cam. Like, Cam, oh, co coach cool people, as hell, Great man. people and good at your job is two different things. I know some great people that ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah, man, no, man. Wasted a year of my career. <laughs> hey, <laughs> one in fifteen. Come on, man. I'm sorry. Hey, man. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm emotional. Yeah, I feel hey, that. But I like feel he that. say that every time we talk to we talk to a coach. When when you get drafted, right? I didn't get drafted. That's the one thing I can't say. When you get drafted, you have to have this picture of how your career is gonna go. Yeah. Right. And for you, like I remember, man, I sat in that hot sun that sophomore year when you played Auburn, and I was like, he's maybe the best running back I've ever seen in my life. And I was so happy you played so well because I was able to leave right at the halftime because yeah. I was burning the hell up. <laughs> right? I was trying to be cute and yeah. not, not get nothing free from LSU and I bought my tickets. Yeah. That ain't happening ever again. <laughs> but I just remember watching you and being like, man, like he, he can actually be the best ever. Yeah. And I know you have these, these dreams of what you want to be when you're drafted. Do you feel that right now in Tampa, as the OG, you can still make 
those dreams come true? Uh, I definitely can. Like, even though I'm an OG, I'm still young too. You know, like I'm 31, you know what I mean? I'm 27, so um, I definitely can. A lot of things that I want and I know I'm gonna get, it's gonna come this year. You know, a lot of personal goals that I want, but my personal goals, I have to worry about the team first. And I take care of the little things with the team, my personal goals are gonna come. The work I put in, you know, I know what I'm capable of doing. You know, my teammates know, uh, my coaches, that's why they trust me enough for me to to sign me back and things like that. So I'm definitely confident in my ability and what I bring towards the team to help us out to win another bowl. I got to listen to Freddie T give a speech um, to the Cincinnati Bengals defense, actually, mm -hmm. uh, recently when we visited. And so I pulled out my phone because he was just saying so many things that I just thought were, were so pertinent to life. And he said, he's like you, yeah. just a superstar. Like he was fast, he was big, all those things. But he said, his career escalated later on in his career because he began to understand what was going on. Yeah. How have you learned to understand what's going on and how is that gonna help you going forward? At first I used to watch film just to watch for my, my mistakes, things like that, right? So I wasn't that good at running outside zone. You know what I mean? So now being with guys like Tom, uh, Coach, Coach B.A., I mean, he was like, man, you gotta read the read the nine technique and read the, the nose guard. If he's in a nine, it's most likely you gotta cut it back, but he's in the seven, so it's likely you're gonna run, run outside. I wasn't thinking like that as a rookie. You know what I mean? I'm just, just getting the ball and letting my natural talents take over. But now that I've got all that under my belt, man, the game moves so slow for me now. You know what I mean? And, uh, like I say, me getting cut by Jacksonville was a blessing and a curse at the same time. You know, even though I didn't want it to happen like that. And me come from, coming from, from college, you get drafted, I thought I was gonna be there for the rest of my life, but it didn't happen like that. You know what I mean? Uh, my loyalty was just, just so strong, you know what I mean? And didn't have the same for me. I said, I'll put it like that. Now and, I wanna say this though, Leonard, man, cause um, no, I know you're a great human, yeah. a great person, yeah. an amazing player as well. Uh, that in that moment being released from Jacksonville, I want to correct you a bit. A bit. Yeah. It wasn't a curse. It, ha it happened because it was supposed to happen. Yeah. Right. It's making you. Uh, uh, it's developing you. Yeah. Help you become an even more better person. Right. Yeah. Helping you. Uh, um, have a better, a stronger relationship with your parents, mm -hmm. trusting them as you did growing up. Yeah. So nothing about it was a curse. You know, you have the ability to now to continue to excel Definitely. in everything and then give that back to, to the kids back at home because I know you're big in the community. Yeah. I saw what you did in Jacksonville when uh, uh, the George Floyd, you know, leading the walk. Yeah. So you have a generous heart and I know you'll be able to take that and give it back. So don't ever consider it a curse. It's always blessings because God don't make no mistakes, yeah. bro. But when I when I say curse, I don't say it like that, but I was saying like, you gotta think about what I had to go through. Like every time you get on the internet, uh, he was a bum. Uh, he, uh, whatever, uh, injury prone, whatever, what, all that. Comes with it. Yeah, it come with it. it but with it. at the same time, when like that morning I got I got cut, man, you seen the player developer person, he crying. A lot of players on my team, they was upset crying too, because they, they just couldn't believe it. Because you understand that all, we had all this going on. It was like, man, y'all think we should, we should, uh, I'm trying to think what we was doing. 
go walk in front of the police department or practice. I'm like, listen, I feel that. Like, I, if y'all want to walk, we going to walk, but we got to put this work in first. So we had a vote. Some guys chose to take the walk and the majority chose to practice and we practiced. So the next day, oh, uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm not, I'm lying. The afternoon, Doug called me, he's like, man, what happened? I'm like, shit, I just made everybody practice. So that next morning is when I got cut. He's like, uh, MP called me like 7.30, he's like, man, you know, uh, Doug wanna talk to you. So I'm thinking, he about to talk to me like, oh man, that's a hell of a thing you did, made us practice. Nah, he just said, uh, yeah, we're just gonna go, we're gonna go separate ways. Let you let you be you, and we're gonna stick with Robinson. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, damn, that's it? That's all, that's all you gonna say? But now looking back, I was I was I was probably more hurt because I stuck up for him when he was about to get fired. You know what I mean? So when Shawnum came to me, it was like, hey, what you think about Doug, man? I'm thinking about releasing him. My first thing, I got kids, so. This is how I, I feed my family. I'm like, nah, I love him. Don't get rid of him. Yeah. But I'm thinking about him and his kids, his family. This is how he provides for his kids. But when it came to me, it wasn't like that. So that's why, that's when I, I, I kind of had to learn from the mature wise and business and loyal to people. It kind of just shrunk. Cause everybody not raised like me. Everybody not gonna be raised like you. So you can't expect the same out of nobody. Well, I'm gonna say this, man. Uh, you know, cause we know it's camping. We're gonna go. Being who you are and being authentically you is never wrong. Yeah. Right. No matter no matter what other people do, that can't change who you are. The yeah. fact that you are are loyal, the people that's loyal to you know that, and that's part of the reason they rock with you like that. And I think. Like I'm excited, man, because one, you my guy, yeah. but two, I know you. And so many times the perception of people on the outside is what they truly believe real life is like. That's what they believe reality yeah. is. And it really isn't, right? It's just people that have microphones, people that have platforms, use them for the wrong reason instead of saying, you know what? I have this platform, I have this microphone, I'm gonna let you use it, I'm gonna let you tell your story. And for you to let us come in here and camp, man, and give us that, give us this time, like we don't take it for yeah. granted. I certainly don't take it for granted, man. And I ain't gonna lie, I'm, I, can, I can't run a ball like you. <laughs> I ain't never picking up no blitz, but you know what I'm saying? Like every time I see you do it, man, and do it to a high level, it does something for yeah. me, man. So keep balling, you the OG now. And I just want to see more out of you, bro. We appreciate you. Nah, thank y'all, man. Y'all doing a great job, man. Appreciate you. What's your favorite uh, nickname? Playoff Lenny, Lombardi Lenny, Lawyer Lenny. Like how many you got? Uh, see, I wasn't I wasn't too fine with the Lenny because my uncle used to call me that. He passed away. My uh, my mom's my mom's brother, my uncle Gerard. So I just it just kind of took fire, and I just had, had to accept it. You know what I mean? So. You go around town, but everybody call me Lenny. I mean, even in the fans during camp, you know, I'm drinking water. I see you, skinny Lenny. I'm like, <laughs> man, I'm like, man, they tripping. Now. They doing, they doing too much. But I'm, I'm, I'm good with it, man. I'm happy here in Tampa, and uh, he's on the second. We're trying to get that second one. Well, we'll I like make Lombardi sure, Lenny. Hey, we'll make sure, we'll make sure we let him trademark pivot Lenny then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pivot I like Lenny. that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, let's do it again, man. Yeah. Let's go. Sir. Love it, bro. Appreciate oh, it, my guy. Hold up. Limitless. Take a simic cap in it.
I fought the head and witness it. Got my people feeling militant. When I'm feeling, get me up. On a mission, get me up. Knowing me, I got the key. On the vision, I can trust. Trust. Limitless. Take a stomach, can't pin in it. I fought the head and witness it. Got my people feeling militant.